Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of Classic Gaming Brothers. I'm Seth. And I'm Zach. And we are the Classic Gaming Brothers. That's right. Um, <laughs> this is our third slash fourth episode if you count zeros, which you shouldn't count zeros because they are null. Um, so the just to break down the podcast for everyone uh, kind of quickly, in case this is your first one, though I... You know, you can always go back and listen to all the other ones. Um, we'll have an introduction segment where we'll talk about games that we've recently played. We'll have a middle segment, which we'll talk about a different topic every week. And then we'll have our by weight pass segment, which is uh, just games coming up in the future that we, we either recommend uh, buying, waiting, or passing on. So, uh, that's so yeah. kind of the break. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Seth, what games have you been playing recently? Uh, so recently I've actually uh, went through and beat a game called Resonance. Uh, it's a game that was published by Wadget Eyes Games, um, developed by X2 or okay. 12 games, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was uh, released back in 2012 uh, and is a adventure game that, ha- that has a... a a different spin on your classic adventure games because it, it has an ensemble cast okay. and has four different people that you play with as you go through the game. Oh, um, cool. So there is um, a, a scientist, um, someone who is uh, related to one of the protagonists mm-hmm. uh, who's like a nurse and then a detective and uh, a journalist who you meet throughout the whole game together they um, work on solving this uh, mystery that happens and kind of like figuring out mm. what to do with uh, this technology that's called resonance um, which based on the cover art makes large holes um <laughs> so that's just kind of spooky it's not it's not a spoiler alert but it, it's it, because it's on the cover but uh it is uh kind of the the technology resonance technology is what makes these holes and you okay. play these four people and try to solve uh try to to get the technology type deal um beyond that it's a contextual adventure game so instead of having like um, your actions clearly outlined with selecting the actions before clicking other things in the um, world. The con- it changes based on what you hover your mouse over. So oh, that's maybe, cool. Like if you right click, you look. You left click, and you can like uh, interact with. And then there's uh, an inventory system. Nice. Uh, overall, it's a it's a pretty fun adventure game. Um, I would recommend it if you like them. It took me about six hours or so to get through it. Um, so, how about you, Zach? What have I, you been playing? Um, well, I've been on a I've been on a Star Wars kick thanks to the finishing Fallen um, Fallen Order and also uh, just the fact that the movie's coming out in, in a few in about a week or so now. Um, yep. So, I'm trying to think of when this episode will air if the movie has already come out or not. But <laughs> no, uh, wait, uh, maybe we, um, we don't we don't pre-record our episodes. no 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 of uh, not. one two. Three, episode three will be coming out on Christmas week. Oh, okay. So the movie will already be out then. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it will be already out. So I loved Enjoy it. the Star Wars movie. <laughs> you loved it. Good. Yeah, I loved it. Good. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I loved it, it too. In a theme of uh, in a theme of Star Wars, um, I've been uh, playing uh, replaying uh, Battlefront two um, the for 
the the newer one made by dice um produced by ea or released by ea um is, what was is that the one with the issues with yes. the <laughs> yeah. Transactions? yeah 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 i mean it's just the one with the issues um yeah they solved or they they resolved a lot of the microtransaction issues. They're still there, but it's not like you don't you don't pay to win anymore, which was the which was the bigger issue back when that was a uh, back when that was going on. Um, yeah. So the the um, I've, I've been mostly playing through the. There's like an instant action sort of mode um, where you can just kind of like customize the armies you want to combat with, or you can just do kind of like just free-for-all, you know, kill-everything-on-the-map sort of deals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been, you know, fun filler um, as, I, as I wait for the next game. Is, uh, is the community still there? Yeah, um, it's, it's a pretty decently-sized community. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's, it's a... Um, I wouldn't say it's a massive community, um, and it certainly doesn't have, like, an esports-style presence, but uh, mm. the servers are always pretty much full up. Um, you know, it takes a couple minutes to get into a server um, that's open. So there's, there's still uh, a, a community. Yeah, a community is important with um, any multiplayer game that requires, like, mass combat and stuff like that, or, or even a game that requires, like, players to play it uh, yes yeah games like there was a game project is it not project winter it's maybe project winter it's like shell shaded and there's oh like, yeah 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 is it project winter i think so i know what you're talking about though or something like uh, that it's like cell shaded and it's kind of like a game of uh mobster or werewolf where uh mm-hmm. someone's gonna betray everybody um it's also kind of like the board game um uh De- death by winter or winter whatever it's called um but essentially there's you're surviving and there's eight people and uh there may be a there's gonna be a betrayer and you have to figure out who the betrayer is so i got that game to play with my friend uh dying light ryan dying light ryan um (laughs) i got it to play with dying light ryan and we played through and it was horrible Um, not because of the 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 game maybe the game would have been fun if it was all my friends. I don't particularly like playing any sort of deception game with people I'm not familiar with. Okay. Um, so then we had this really annoying person in the game who we ended up killing because he was annoying, but he wasn't the betrayer. And then I ended up getting killed in a bunker and I was all by myself and oh. I didn't really understand what I was even doing in the game and they oh, just okay. kind of took advantage <laughs> of that. Um, but there was one game to choose from because there was no community to oh, get back yeah. to why yeah, the purpose yeah. of that story is. Right, yeah. So I had one game that I had to go to. The people took advantage of me. I said, no, I'm done with it. So I, I returned it. Uh, so, That's fair. Uh, uh, it's It happens. There's But yeah, so community is important. So it's yeah. good to hear that the Battlefront community is still there with um, even with having uh all the issues yeah all the issues yes yeah yeah. and and there's it's there's um it's not just a multiplayer game it does have a short but but fairly decent um canon to the star wars universe story um that ties in a bit with um some of the stuff that's been going on in the movies and stuff like that and kind of fills in a couple of holes that um people might be wondering about um no that's good yeah it it takes the story um for context takes place um right after the destruction of the death star 2 
um, from the point of view of an Imperial commando squad that was on Endor uh, during the destruction and they them having to deal with the whole fallout of the uh, destruction of the Death Star. So it's kind of cool to, to kind of right. play from that perspective of uh, the villains, essentially. It, it, it does a good job humanizing them as people. Um, even though the Empire is ob- objectively evil, so <laughs> there's a star. The star. There's a star novel that was written for Star Wars. Um, I'd look it up. My keyboard's really loud. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's stars are. Uh, let me see if I can look it up real quick. But it it also humanizes the Empire. Yeah. And- um, if, so if you're interested in that. Yeah, and it, I, I, I kind of like when stories humanize the, like, at least the grunts of the Empire. Like, you know, right. not necessarily the commanders and stuff who know they're doing bad stuff, but, you know, the, like, soldiers and stuff who really are just kind of just doing what they think is best. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but... Um, probably going on too long now about star wars yes, yes, but, yes about star wars. <laughs> if you could if, never i mean it just came out so people want true. to hear about that it that is true that is true it did uh, just come out um, so 90 percent uh, on Rotten tomatoes right now i would not even know it's nah, the future it's, it's the and future. the past and the present at the same time that's right um so anyway let's get on with uh the, the um, let's let's bring podcast. let's bring yeah the beat of the podcast let's bring our listeners back to the far away time of 1993 um, when my birth year <laughs> your birth year um, also the birth year of what we would like to refer to as the journeyman project uh, <laughs> coincide with your birth year it's oh. a great it's an amazing uh, coincidence it is it is you, it is Perhaps you are Agent 5. I might be. <laughs> first. Um, so, uh, Jer- the Journeyman Project, and Agent 5 is the starring character, um, which is why that's a humorous reference, because it's a game about time travel, is a, a series of games. There was uh, three. Um, Pegasus Prime. Well, Journeyman Project Turbo was essentially the first one. Um, Journeyman Project Pegasus Prime was a remastered of the first one. Mm. Um, Journeyman Project 2, Buried in Time. And then Journeyman Project 3, Legacy of Time. Um, this game, Journeyman, the Journeyman Project Turbo game, was a, another one of those games that we talked about in Episode 0 that came with a package when you bought a computer. <laughs> so you got, along with Spider-Man Cartoon Maker, a- an adult adventure game. And I say it's an adult <laughs> adventure game because your character in Journeyman, the Journeyman Project, at least in the original and the second one, mm-hmm. can just die. <laughs> if you do the wrong choice, your character dies, you get a score, and that's it. Game over. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you can save, um, at least in the, yeah, I think you could save in all of them because you Uh can quit and come back to it. So if you save and you know, you're going to die, then, um, then you can save before you go in there. And I don't, but I don't know if it actually goes back to it. I did. I talked to Zach earlier. I did try to go back and play the journeyman project. Uh Um, I'm going to have to try, do another try against on it because, uh, you you have to take these long. It's a first person perspective adventure game. So you have to move your character from a first person perspective 
in very slow, drawn out um, movements mm. that are all like, um, what is that? Like the mist, like when it's yeah, that's like what. That. Yeah, um, it's almost like it's on a rail, but it's um, uh, but you have like some free movement, but it, it's hard to describe. Right. It's like uh, almost. It's like a. It's yeah, like a first person but, point and click, essentially. Um, you know, yeah, with like a, like death, like your image, like you're you're like yeah. navigating yourself through a portrait. Or painting, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, and every you move, and then it renders the next part. Um, so I I left the, in the beginning. You take you go from your apartment, and you go down to where there's like a teleporter that brings you to your job. Your character's mm-hmm. chronically late, which is humorous. <laughs> um, and you, I made it all the way down to the teleporter, got in, and it's like, you need a card. And I remember the cards all the way back at the top of my apartment. I was like, no, I'm, I'm done. I've, it's already taken me like 15 minutes to get down here. I'm not going to spend another 15 minutes playing the game to get back up there. So uh, I have to try it again when I, when I have more patience for uh, and remember to get my apartment keys, I guess, on my way out. Yeah, right. Um, so, what are your um, memories of uh, of of the of the original Journeyman project? Uh, I, I mean, I'll say I don't have uh, super duper strong memories. I think that was one of the games that I used to sit next to you when you were playing on the computer um, and kind of play vicariously through you almost. Um, where I think I would tell you what to do, but you probably just did your own thing anyway, and it felt like yeah. I was accomplishing mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's like the giving you the controller that's not plugged in. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I remember, I remember a lot of like I, I, I looked at a couple of the screenshots of the game, thinking about it recently, and the just the the colors and the the very pixelated like. I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you, when you look at some of the screenshots, it, it, there's it, they're very pixelated, but it kind of has this like really cartoony kind of coloring going on. Like the reds are yeah. really red, you know. The blues are very blue. The greens are very green. It does. There's not a lot of like hues and stuff to the colors. <laughs> so I think part of this game had a feature where well a feature. So it was. Very high quality rendered environment. Yes, yeah, yeah. Then, like the robots that are in there are high quality renders, but then the people are like FMVs, which is full motion videos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then it kind of looks like somebody is the the people just look out of place because they're like a pixelated FMV in this like rendered painting almost yeah it just looks kind of off especially even now uh pegasus prime still is which was um re-released um but uh the pegasus prime was re-released that one still has that it's still off i think yeah um i mean it reminds me a lot of um i was playing riven recently um oh yes a a few days ago or a few months ago and it has kind of a similar feeling as that where you have the full motion care people um that are there but they're in this like very obviously cg rendered environment that does not match the environment there's like what you would expect yeah like it's almost like you're watching someone in a movie but there's like something wrong with the background yeah uh, but the, it kind of reminds me yeah. of like oh 
Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, the, the thing I was going to say was just the other thing I remember was the um, assassination scene, I think. Um, yes. Which I, I don't remember when in the game is. I assume that's near the end. Um, where someone is assassinating someone who's important. <laughs> that's all i remember <laughs> yes so it's it's not only near the, well since it's a game about time travel it is simultaneously at the beginning of the game and at the end right because <laughs> you're, the, the game is completely about uh, is, what's great is this game was made in 1993 well before homeland security and all that happened yes. um but the government agency that runs the whole operation is called the TSA. And it's the Temporal Security Agency. It's a government-operated force that um, makes that makes sure that people aren't messing up the time stream and being bad time travelers. Mm. Um, so you or your character is Agent 5, and he's out there to... Uh, his name is you find out in later journeyman's his name is actually gage um but as gage your your job is to prevent these robots from screwing up the time zone uh-huh. to lead to um earth not being accepted into the symposium of peaceful nations and having this peaceful contact with aliens because the plot revolves around this scientist who just hates aliens okay which i i mean i guess is 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 a testament to its topic um but he um so he sends these robots to like try to stop or try to disrupt the aliens by like pissing them off throughout mm. time to culminate in his assassination which happens at the beginning and at the end <laughs> because <laughs> as a time traveler you can kind of go around i think it's interesting when the first missions in the game you have to the times the you're watching the news footage as you're a time agent person and all the news footage starts to change mm. according to what happened and there's this wave of this time change that's essentially like oh here's all the time changes that are happening here's this wave and you have to like run back in time to a time where you can get a cd like a a compact disc okay that has the original time that's just not disrupted and it's saved in the dinosaur era so you have to travel back to the dinosaur era to then pull a compact disc out of a safe that's buried in a mountain. And that's what you have to bring back with you to your time to then play to see what changes happen so that you can go fix those changes um, based that this whole time continuum. But I, I just have some questions. So first of all, that going back into the dinosaur era to retrieve a compact disc sounds like a really intense game moment it really is not it's, it's you're, you're walking about like six clicks forward you click on the safe you you drag your key up you open it up you take the compact disc and i'm not ruining the game for you if you want to go back it's it's the first thing you do oh, apart from getting to work so like that's the bar that agent five is met with he's always late so his first thing is get to work and be like essentially he's uh, disparaged by every person that he encounters, including the robot that like checks him in, mm. um, the door robot. And then 
so then you get this CD disc. I just have quite who's updating the CD disc? Like who's a dinosaur who's sending maybe. this? Yeah, the dinosaur. Well, you see only shadows of dinosaurs. You don't actually see any dinosaurs. It's a very <laughs> tense moment that culminates to nothing. Um, but beyond, but the CD. I just don't. That's the one thing. It's just like what's. I'm glad that it's kind of like how the nuclear codes were all on floppy disks at the time. It's like ah, the time zone. It's all on this compact disk that we leave next to dinosaurs <laughs> who knows what they're gonna do with it they find it they're just chewing on the time zone timeline <laughs> then you don't know what's going on and the time machine that you take is this massive machine that's like huge and needs to like spin up in other future and so the second journeyman mm-hmm. um uh journeyman project two buried in time um you actually get a suit that you can then travel in time because um, you're wanted by the TSA. Um, Not for smuggling something onto an airplane, but because (laughs) of the temporal security people. There's some reason. uh, It's been a while since I played 2, in fact. Um, But um, it uh, apparently I'm just reading right here that when the game was released as part of the Journeyman Project trilogy box set, Buried in Time was plagued by a manufacturing error, and the disc labeled as Disc Two actually contains the data for Disc Three, making the game essentially unplayable. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, the legacy of Journeyman Project Two. Yes, they. Yeah, so uh, Journeyman Project 2 came out in 95, Mm -hmm. um, and Journeyman Project 3 uh, came out in 98. Uh, The Journeyman Project 2 was in the same uh, user interface that Journeyman Project 1 was, except uh, they started integrating FMV into that one, um, which is very similar to the Pegasus Prime version of the first one, but not to the first first one. Um, And that's when, like... Uh, you beat a, you get a like an AI chip bot who becomes your buddy, mm, who then right. you run into again in Project Three, which is the first one to interact with um, actually getting conversations with people in the past. Um, the other two, you you go back in the past and there's nobody around except robots oh, okay. that you can interact with. Um, in three, you actually get to interact with uh, different people who you can choose dialogue options because you got a chameleon suit so then you could look like other people and you got this big ai yeah it's very similar to doctor who except if doctor who ran around in a gigantic iron suit (laughs) if you look up if you look up pictures of the you could just look up the journeyman project and then if you look up legacy of time or two uh legacy of time has a picture of the suit and oh, it's yeah, just like right it's, it looks it's very ridiculous. silly. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like a stealth suit that's like looks like it probably weighs two hundred pounds. It's like a full suit of armor for people who don't want to look it up. Um, that, but they did change the entire UI in in three, and it became a little more uh, modernish type game. Mm. Um, a little more easier too. Uh, you you can't. I don't believe you can die in three. You can die in one and two, but you can't die in three. So they made it a little more approachable. 
I, I and more teaching. So there's more information about like the people, the history of the places that you go to. Oh, okay. Like the Roman era and stuff. So it's a little more kid friendly. One and two are not like kid friendly games. They're like you're this dude, you're this bureaucrat who's trying to go back and not not die and kill somebody else. But three is a little more like kid friendly. Um, a little more like an educational game of sorts. Yeah, I would say that three was kind of educational. It was kind of like, hey, it's like, this is why it's a Roman period of time, and this is how you made weapons. But yes, he. Um, so, but if you ever wanted to play a game as a, uh, a top bureaucratic lazy man, I guess that's <laughs> probably the best representation of Blackwood. Uh, I mean, he just he never shows up to work. He's According to his Wikipedia, this is great because he has more about him in the Wikipedia than there is in any other game. I, I don't even know where they got this information or they just <laughs> made it up. He graduated from the University of Melbourne with a master's degree in world history with honors. Apparently, that's you need a world history with honors to be a time police. Uh, top of his class from the Special Forces Training Academy. And then he became the director of tactical teams for Crime Invent Intervention Commission. And then he got transferred to the Temporal Security Annex. And he got the Paragon of Metal. Like, there's just all this stuff about him where I don't know where they made it up. Like, yeah. I feel like, like somebody... This is intense descriptions that never comes up. Uh, but, yeah. So, there's that. That's Journeyman Project. So, it's uh, a... Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, no, go, I, was just, go I was reading that I guess there was plans for Journeyman 4. Um, yes. That was canceled because the team Presto was working on Miss 3, um, which. Yep. Um, everyone remembers Miss 3. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess my question for you is being a, being a Journeyman fan. Um, where, where would you have liked to see them go with the series uh, if, if they were to ever like bring it back? I, I feel like they were done with two. I, <laughs> <laughs> so like three was already beating the dead horse. <laughs> three is like, I, I, I felt like three, they went in and they like, they took like, uh, they like mechified it almost. Right. They were like, oh, we're just making a bunch of edgy. I, I swear, I'm going to go back and play it. I'm going to play through all three. I'll talk about it at a on a different podcast. It may be months before we get back to it because it may take me months to play through them. Right. Um, but I I definitely, the, the game, it was like, I don't know what, I, I think if... I, th- I think it's just happy the way it is. I think if you go through, play Pegasus Prime, play Buried in Time, uh, I think I think that you can play Legacy of Time. It's not a bad game. I just don't think it's a. I don't think it falls into the Journeyman series. Uh, if they rebooted it, I don't know. I think they could take the property and reboot it, but make it a uh, make a different story about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think but if they do you think if they did something similar to um, what was that game that was very mist-like, but it came out recently? Um, Abduction? Yeah. Do you think if they did something similar to that, it would work? Yeah, I think so. Um, Abduction was made by Cyan Studios. Yeah. Cyan, who's, who is the Mist guys? I mean, and I think Mist might, the guys who, Cyan might have the Journeyman Project 
property. It's weird. It got switched around and Presto Studios what is a defunct studio so that but if they were involved in Mist then they have to have some relationship with Cyan. Yeah. Um they uh I maybe that may be something that I I would trust them to go back and do something like like an abduction type game. Mm. Um as long as the I think the as long as they really like think about a different a new story like something something interesting with it it's got it's good it's a good ip i think yeah um it's kind of like xcom i you know xcom came out at similar times xcom also um that was it was a microprose game mm. originally and uh they i played xcom in the same vein as playing journeyman like i would play journeyman and then i would go play xcom um XCOM got a really new revival with Firaxis and all that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think that uh, having that done and having somebody kind of rethink how to do it um, mm. could could help the, the property out. Yeah, X, XCOM could be a whole episode in itself with how it kind of evolved yeah. from the old 90s style game to... yes. <laughs> to the bureau, <laughs> the bureau. or uh, what about enforcer have you ever played oh enforcer? yeah enforcer uh oh, i played enforcer that game is is rough i <laughs> would not wreck i would not what when i was in my xcom heyday mm-hmm. um we're gonna we're gonna take a little side trip to talk about yeah, XCOM, to XCOM, XCOM, now. Yeah. <laughs> xcom land uh when i was my xcom heyday and i was playing all the original xcoms uh it was xcom xcom terror from the deep uh, i wanted to collect all of the other xcoms and uh it was i got xcom enforcer and that that game was probably I would actually even say that that game could be saved for probably one of our worst games. Nice. Worst game yeah, we'll, we'll, but we will <laughs> we will save that. We will do a worst game. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll come. We'll come. We'll come back to Enforcer. <laughs> I'll even. I'll even try to play a little bit of it before uh, <laughs> talking about it. Just. Just for for my for the art excellent um the the art of the podcast, not the art of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um. So cool. Uh, um, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I haven't played Journeyman. Oh, I haven't really played Journeyman. I have a copy of Pegasus Prime, so I, I'm going to try to should, jump you into should, it. You should, should try jump into Pegasus Prime, and we can talk about it and uh, what your what your what your fast takes on it were. Yeah, um, exactly. I, if if you like adventure and you like sci-fi, it's a it's a it's a solid story. Uh, it was given away for free with PCs, so I mean, you can always keep that in the back of your mind. Um, Though it did say uh, on the Wikipedia here that they released *Buried in Time*, and um, it's it did surpass two hundred thousand units wow. in nineteen ninety six, where the overall *Journeyman* project had reached roughly five hundred thousand units by that date. Oh wow! Um, and uh, *Buried in Time* ultimately sold two hundred twenty-five thousand units. On a budget of about a half a million dollars. Huh. Cool. So two hundred thousand, two hundred twenty-five thousand units. I I don't know what the MSRP of that game was. I'm guessing probably thirty bucks, um, maybe. Yeah, that's nineties money. I think I saw one of them came out. Uh, I think I saw it was a Wikipedia. I think had it listed. Um, I think one of them came out. And it was like forty-nine ninety-nine. So um, yeah, it so might have been forty-nine, two hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand units of forty bucks. Yeah, for bad. half a million bucks. Yeah, that's. I mean, so there's still some legs. 
Yeah, uh, cool. At, well, at that time. So, um, oh, so we should talk about our contest before we wrap. Go into yeah, before we go into a byway pass. If you want to talk, and about I, that. that's contest, not podcast. I, so we we are going to be doing a contest, and we would like to announce it on this episode. Uh, what we're looking for is uh, feedback um, about our podcast. Um, write to us at, at classicgamingbrothers at gmail.com. Talk about what you liked about our episode or what you disliked about the episode. Specifically, uh, you could talk about this episode or other episodes, and we'll put you into a drawing uh, for a free game. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a PC game because uh, uh, I have a I have a list of uh, C- CD keys that I've acquired over the time that I'm not using, and I'd like to give them back to my audience. Um, so if you want a PC game and you want some feedback or you want to give us feedback, uh, send us an email at classicgamingbrothers.com and uh, we will uh, we'll put you in the drawing and then uh, it'll be like and we'll we'll take submissions um, I, I think right now indefinitely so please submit and every every couple of episodes we'll uh, we'll release a uh, we'll release a name. Yeah, that um, sounds great. There'll probably be some sort of once we get some traction on it, we'll we'll have some sort of uh, consistency. But uh, it'll be every every couple of weeks or every couple of, yeah every couple of weeks I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll release uh, names. Cool. So well, there we go. I yeah, guess we'll, fun, we'll go fun. into our uh, by weight press segment then, right? Yeah. And then you want to talk anything more about Journeyman? Um, no. <laughs> no all right i mean again uh, I, it's definitely a game i want to i want to get back i want to try at least uh because again my memories yeah. are so faded from when i was sitting uh next yeah. to you as you played i think on the e-machine um yep. that we had the e-machine um i think I, the journeyman project was actually on the 486 oh so it might have even be it might have been on the 486 that we yep. that we were playing the, the at least the first game on at least the original one yep. yeah but so you know, uh, it'll be nice to. I always like going back and trying to refresh my memories on on games that I have memories of. Um, yep. So that'll be fun to uh, dive into. Just uh, don't forget your apartment key on your way out. That's right. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> so all right. Well, well, yeah. Let's get on to the byweight pass segment. Uh, do you want to? Uh, Take it away. Yeah. Um, so the, the the game, or rather games, that I, I'm interested in, I think the first one in this uh, release uh, series is already out, and that is the uh, Master Chief Collection that's going to be uh, oh. on PC and Xbox One. I have a PC. I don't have an Xbox One. But uh, really, I'm just excited for the fact that um, it, it's pretty much the entirety of the Halo franchise that... Um, never came to pc so um yep. back back when halo and, and, came oh yeah sorry oh and, and some that did come to pc yeah yeah so back when halo first came out which was um halo combat evolved and then um halo 2 those came out on pc and the xbox um but then once halo 3 rolled around that didn't come out um odst did not come out on the pc and uh reach did not come out on the pc and of course halo 4 um so it's cool that we're finally getting uh, a PC version. It's been many years since Reach and 3 have been out. Uh, those were 360 games. But um, it's it's cool to finally kind of get to see um, how these games are. And uh, in regards to whether or not I'm going to buy, wait, or pass, I think what I'm going to do is because the way they're releasing these is you can either buy the whole collection now, which is uh, $49.99, um, and 
the 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 when the games get released you'll start to kind of like gain the collection um, oh cool yeah alternatively kind of episodic yeah episodic yeah um also you can just buy the games independently um of the master chief collection so you can get for example reach just came out and that's ten dollars um which i think is a really good deal for a game um that was really really popular um when it came out all of my friends were like huge fans of reach um so i'll probably at least buy reach and then if if i think it holds up if i think it's a game uh, i think it's a series i definitely want to explore i might consider picking up the the full package so i can kind of get more um get more to it so you're, you're putting a buy at least on reach and then wait on the rest yeah exactly yeah so buy a beat buy on reach uh i think ten dollars is a pretty good price uh and then probably wait on the on the rest just to see you know how how the ports come over i i actually um I had I have some Halo experience. I used to play Halo Combat Evolved on the PC, and was uh, in in was a ranked mm. individual in in a uh, website called Clan Wars, Ooh. which was uh, where Halo clans would fight each other. Oh. And at one point in time, for a brief ten minutes, my clan was ranked number one. Wow, the whole, that's awesome. Yes. It was because the month reset, and we were the first ones to post them. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, I, re- I, I relegated for the uh, the purpose of my my job for the team was uh, was a uh, film film photographer. I uh, I took screenshots and uh, and video of us. I made our uh, our clans. Uh, film like our i don't know our, our intro video it was like our introduction video of all of us doing cool things yeah using f- fraps i think oh, and you, you know i actually just had this memory as you're talking about this of watching you using fraps and watching yeah. you on like uh windows movie maker and stuff yeah was probably uh, making my my halo video yeah it may still be buried on one of my hard drives i should try and find you it. should dig those up those, yeah. those could be fun to post on like yeah. a classic gaming brothers youtube channel <laughs> yeah. yes yes maybe <laughs> um they and, and also my other job was to not play that was my other job oh, um so other people would sign in as my name because back in that day all you had to do was type in the name that you wanted to be so they would just type in my my handle as right. it were as their right. name that they wanted to play as and then someone who was much better skilled at the game would play under my name <laughs> and that was what we would call ringing <laughs> so my job was to film everybody and to not play the actual game but nice. i was i was very i was very good at that I, nice I was, uh, I was a very skilled non-player and uh uh yeah that was uh the good days they 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 relegated me to ringing duty when they realized how bad i was at the <laughs> game I, I never my my uh my um my fiance actually she says uh you are not um you you like games so you must be good at them and i was like no 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 i like games it doesn't they don't correlate just because i like <laughs> yeah. games doesn't mean that i'm good at them oh yeah i'm like i like games but i've never been good at them oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I, I think you and me are both cursed with that there's plenty of games that i yeah. love there are plenty of games that i'm really bad at 
Yes. I I don't know if there's a game that I'm actually good at. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so oh so my uh byway passing yes, is gonna yes. be for another game that's far away in the future oh, according to this march 2020 um is the half-life alex game oh um, yeah yeah that looks really so cool it's a, yeah it's a it's a flagship game by valve valve hasn't made a game in a while <laughs> um it's a prequel and a sequel i think it's the sequel to half-life one but the prequel yeah it's like between uh between the events of half-life one and half-life two it's like a um, it's like a rogue one <laughs> yeah we're into the yeah kind of like you a know. rogue one yeah, it's um, the star wars theme and so you you get back to the half-life world which we haven't gone to and it's a it's a full vr experience nice um and it's gonna be a it's a, it's a at fifty dollar, it's gonna roll out sixty bucks MSRP. It's currently off ten percent off fifty four bucks, um, and it's something that I, I'm very interested. Uh, VR technology is interesting to me. I think yeah. I, I, I I like the theory of VR technology. Um, I should be coming into the possession of a uh, of a Vive, so I'll oh, be able cool. to play it. Um, due to one of my. Um, uh, we survived together, Ryan. Oh yeah, to yep. England and not him not wanting to uh, take some stuff, so oh, that's he's awesome. gonna sell me his Vive. Yeah. Um, so then I'll be able to have a Vive and be able to uh, try out uh, Half Life Alex. Oh well, play it, buy it, and uh, enjoy it. It does look a little scary, so hopefully I don't uh, I don't have any sort of issues with playing a scary game in VR. But uh, I'm I'm putting it on a solid. Uh, I, so. I'm not necessarily going to buy it as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Um, I'm, but I'm at the price tag it's at. As soon as I get my Vive, I'm probably going to buy it. Yeah. So I'll I'll put it in the buy category. Yeah. I mean, uh, if if I had a Vive, I think that would definitely be a buy for me because um, I just love the Half Life franchise. That's that could be a whole episode in itself. Is just yes. Um, you know the our experience with Half Life because um it's probably different because i got into it a lot later than probably you did so um yeah, well i actually i backed into it because i i played counter-strike before i played Half oh Life. right 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 but but yeah that, yeah. that i I'm, I'm excited for alex it's nice to see valve is uh stepping back into the foray oh, of uh yeah of making games being again. awake yeah being awake <laughs> um, they were sleeping for a while yes yeah uh, they're was, they're uh, an interesting company they yeah. they you know that they're not a um they're not a traditional hierarchy company right yes yeah yeah they, they, they're they an interesting they're, company in, in general um their history they're is a, very interesting they're a cabal essentially yeah. it's, it's, they're an interesting i would recommend researching valve maybe we'll talk about it when we talk about half-life yeah the um, history of valve and of gabe newell um and his involvement in valve and kind yes. of his history in in the the gaming community because he he's been around for a long time and he's done some very important things yeah for gaming what uh, so why don't we uh why don't we why don't we talk about that next week yeah absolutely we can bring it up then um we'll talk about half-life and we'll talk about valve and we'll talk about kind of um the older half-life games yeah. which they all are now because valve hasn't done anything in years so yeah. <laughs> um maybe we'll play some of those we got a lot to do a lot of uh stuff to tackle here in regards to uh games that we want to catch up with to have more content for you guys so Hmm. um so that's 
uh, our podcast here. Um, like us on all of the social media. We're yeah. on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram now. Uh, all of them are at Classic Gaming Brothers, except for Twitter, which is the CG Brothers Pod. Yeah, CG Brothers Pod. Yep. Uh, you can send us an email at ClassicGamingBrothers.com. and we also are on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, um, Google Play, mm. hopefully soon to be iTunes, Podcast Addict. Um, so we're trying to get on as many services as possible so that you can listen to us at your convenience. So you don't have to necessarily download the Podbeam episode every time. Just find us on your podcast service that you use and give us a follow and uh, give us likes on the uh, on the social medias. And uh, and that's and send us some feedback. Send us some emails. We'd love to hear uh, what you guys are hearing. Um what you guys think, what you guys uh, want us to talk about, what you liked about the episode, what you didn't like about the episode, our quality is horrible, uh, you name it, you want to talk about it, we'll listen. Um, so we, we do try to put together a, a good product for everyone, so we just want to, more feedback the better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and remember, don't game like my brother. And don't game like my brother. See ya. Wait, you're supposed to say we've been classic gaming <laughs> oh, brothers. Oh, yeah, we have been classic gaming brothers. <laughs> I'm Seth. I've been Seth. I've been Zach. Have a good one. Have a good one. <laughs>